I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, you're listening to a special interview episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we speak to the one, the only, the icon, Brian Brown, about his new movie, Anyone But You. I'm Tim Ifland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. So in romantic comedy, Anyone But You, B and Ben look like the perfect couple, But after an amazing first date, something happens that turns their fiery hot attraction ice cold. When they find themselves attending the same destination wedding down under in Australia, they do what any mature adults would do and pretend to be a couple to make the objects of their affections jealous. That old chestnut. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Anyone But You is directed by Will Gluck from a screenplay by Alana Wolpert and Gluck. The film stars Sydney Sweeney, Glenn Powell, Alexandra Shipp, Guitar, Hadley Robinson, Michelle Hurd, Dermot Mulroney, Brian Brown and Rachel Griffiths. Oh, Tim, Australian actor Brian Brown needs no introduction, but we're going to give it a shot anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know his face, you know his iconic voice, and since the 1970s he has starred in some of the biggest films both here in Australia and in Hollywood. He bartended with flair opposite none other than Tom Cruise in the 1980s classic Cocktail. He co-headlined with Sigourney Weaver in Gorillas in the Mist, played a reckless thrill-seeker in Along Came Polly with Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston. He was evil King Carney in Baz Luhrmann's Australia and lent his voice to Dave the Goose in Air New Zealand's series 
of airline adverts, but we won't hold that one <laughs> against him. No, no, because it was quite funny. <laughs> what range? What range what? indeed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now he's starring in Anyone But You as Father of the Bride, Roger. And he's also stopping by to say hello to us. What an absolute thrill. My gosh, definitely had to pinch myself speaking mm-hmm. to Brian Brown. So in a wide-ranging chat with Popcorn Podcast, Brown talks filming on Sydney's stunning home soil, uh, inappropriate background acting, <laughs> uh, life-changing filming experiences, and how he hilariously ended up as an editor of anyone but you. Interested? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's take a listen. <laughs> yes, I know that he's Titanic me. Are they watching? Are they doing Titanic? They're gone. Show's over. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for taking some time to speak with me today. You could tell how much fun you had making anyone but you. Did you spend much time contemplating the role of Roger or were you all in right away? That's a really good question because the answer is I was all in all the way. (laughs) Will Gluck, the director, I think most of the actors will tell you this, Will Gluck sort of had in his mind exactly how he wanted this, this movie to be and would go, Okay, off you go. Uh, you know, like, don't think about it. I just want you to, you know, to do it, which is sort of unusual. Usually, you know, you come out with something and it gets moved around. You move it around a little bit or whatever. But this was sort of full bore. Well, it's a comedy, isn't it? So with a comedy, it's like you just got to go for it and hope it works. Now, in terms of going for it, I do believe Will encouraged a lot of improvisation on set. Did you and Gatta, who plays your son Pete, did, did you play around with your hilarious scenes together much and just go for it under the guise of Will? I mean, I haven't seen the film, but there's a couple of things that, that Gator and I have to do. And actually, what was the, my first scene was one of those ones where he and I are are talking and throwing our voices so that... Over the hedge. <laughs> yeah, over the hedge, so Ben can hear us. Will had it very much in his mind that he wanted it to be pretty mad. <laughs> so we sort of do it, and then he'd say, take your hat off, hit him with your hat. Now, they'll <laughs> slap each other. So And you go, well, I don't actually know how I can fit this into any character, so I'm just doing it. <laughs> Good. Oh, it sounds like a, a really great experience, on set, Brian, is it a fair question to ask whether you had like a favorite experience that you'd like to recount? I mean, I know you folks like those things. It's a difficult thing because there's so many different things that are, that are very funny where someone will break down in doing a scene. They just keep, can't keep going or whatever, but they, you know, you don't hang on to remembering those things all the time. You just remember that you had a very enjoyable experience. I do know that there were some times where Will wanted, um, he was doing sort of wide shots on everybody. He just wanted us to be chatting and he just moved the camera around and he wasn't really interested in what we're chatting. And mm. some very funny stuff came out from characters there where <laughs> we all just became, I would think, probably very inappropriate about each other. <laughs> no doubt. Well, the movie does lead into a lot of inappropriate jokes and gags. So I think that it's quite a fun playground to play in, especially if Will's just pointing the camera and saying, just do your worst, give me, give me your best work. Yeah, he's a very lovely bloke to work with, Will. Lovely, yeah, I spoke to him the other day. Yeah, I really loved talking to him about, about the movie. Brian, your, your on-screen wife is Michelle Hurd, who plays Carol in the film. Can you tell me a little bit about Roger and Carol? Once again, as I said to Will, you know, like, who are we? You know, like, yes, I own a bloody big mansion. <laughs> yes, I've obviously spent a lot of time in America where I married my wife, who's American, and had an American daughter, and she has a son, and he's my stepson. 
but how did I make my money, Will? Yes. And what have I been doing? <laughs> you know, and once again, none of those questions get answered. <laughs> you know, I said to her one stage, I think I made my money out of real estate, Will. He said, go. But of course, there's nowhere that you use that. Don't look for an ark to your character. Just <laughs> bloody do it. it. It's quite common in romantic comedies. You have these larger than life characters and obviously Roger's just really, really rich. And speaking of real estate, you're hosting guests at your lavish Palm Beach home, which is such a glorious setting for the film. They must have been really hard days at the office looking out over the ocean in that gorgeous house. I have now done a couple of movies to do with Palm Beach, and it's not a bad place to film in. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty easy going being around Palm Beach. You got to admit, you know, um, anything that's going to be shot around Palm Beach isn't in Palm Beach isn't going to be a horror movie particularly. <laughs> it's going to be pretty light and dancy. Well, maybe that's what they should do next. They should film a horror film in Palm Beach and flip the script on the place. I, I'd I'd see that movie. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe it's a very good idea, Tim. <laughs> you can have that one for free, Brian. Thank you. I love playing Spot the Places in Sydney. I recognised, you know, that bingo game mm. while watching the movie. How does Sydney? How does Sydney look? She is beautiful. I mean, I haven't seen the film yet, but I know that when we were filming, there was four nights in a row we were on Sydney Harbour underneath the bridge on a boat from six at night till six in the morning. Right. And I know Sydney like the back of my hand. I've lived in every area of Sydney you can think about. I've driven all over it. I've, I've, I've surfed it. I've done, run the streets. I've done everybody thing in that in that in the city. <laughs> and I I figured I knew it from every angle. But that night, those nights, we were under the bridge and looking back at the Opera House, at the Quay, at the buildings with their lights on, at Bangaroo, at Luna Park. It was quite mesmerizingly extraordinary, wonderful. Mm. And then, of course, if you're going to film Bondi or Palm Beach, you know, how do you go wrong? It's an extremely beautiful city, and I don't think it'll hurt uh, tourism at all, this movie. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big platform for Sydney to show up in a big way. And wait till you see the movie, Brian. You'll, you'll actually be so uh, taken aback by how gorgeous your local is in Sydney. Yeah. It's just amazing. And, I mean, how many opportunities do you have to do night shoots on Sydney Harbour in front of the Opera House and all that on that glorious yacht? So, I mean, you, even though with your extensive career and experience, you must have been pinching yourself on those days. Yeah, you, you don't do those things. You don't do those. I mean, that's the great thing about film. All the things that you don't ever get to do, sometimes, sometimes you get to do, you know, like that or like, you know, being up on top of a mountain in Rwanda playing with gorillas like I did when I was 40 doing gorillas in the mist. Those, those sort of experiences shouldn't happen to you, but they do. But they do. And and you look back fondly on them, no doubt. You bet. Be grateful. Absolutely. Uh, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell have incredible chemistry in the film. Does it excite you to see up-and-coming actors doing great work? Yeah, it does. Yeah. What does it do to me? It just makes me think how lucky any of us are that they're in this game mm. where... You work hard, there's no question. And, you know, Sydney and Glenn, you know, you're up at 4.30, you're into makeup, you're whatever, you know, you've got lots of lines, you've got to learn, all the rest of it, and you finish at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock at night and pull me back into bed and you're up there. It's, it, you know, there's tough times, but let's not get silly. <laughs> but it's, you know, you, you work hard at it. But once again, you know, you're, you're just very lucky to be in this game. It's because it's fun. When they say action, you get to play. And um, both those people, both Glenn and Sydney, love playing, love playing about, love the game they're in, and that comes through in the way that they do their work. I enjoyed watching them.
Yeah, they're really great on screen together. I'm excited for more audiences to see the movie on Boxing Day. Uh, Brian, a bit of a, a flip on the script. Having had a successful career both in Australia and internationally, what unique aspects of the local film industry do you appreciate compared to you know your experiences working abroad? Oh, I guess the simple fact is you just love telling your own stories. Mm. You know, uh, it's, you just love the opportunity to get you know who we are, what we are, what we've done, the good, the bad, and the ugly get it out there on screen for the rest of the world to know about you. I mean, that's the, that's the thing that's great about, you know, having a local industry and, mm. you know, at times we've had to fight hard to keep a local industry. That's the best part of it. The simple fact of the matter is it doesn't matter where you, you go, your crews tell the same silly jokes. Um, <laughs> when they say action, you better come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> when it finishes after three months or something, this family that you've known, you probably never will see again and you've had a lovely time with them. I, I love your use of the word family uh because you know you you could really tell just how much fun you you all had making this movie and no doubt you know in the years to come when you regroup and connect again it'll feel like you're getting the band back together well i'm glad that 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 you say that it feels like we had a lot of fun together if that's the case that helps the movie with vitality and life that's right that's right brian i'm almost out of time i've got two more questions for you this one's a bit interesting you have an editing credit on anyone but you a lot of the cast do actually how did that come about and is this something you want to do more of what does it have for us you, you have an editing credit on the film and do the other cast have that as well yeah there's a, f- a few uh, on imdb that have their name against uh, editing i have no idea that <laughs> could be that could very well be an in joke of will black is it you're joking in that we came up with things that he never anticipated, so he gave us a credit for it. How good is that? That's a bit of fun. That's what? pretty silly. Um, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me if that's the reason he did it. He has a rather um, delight, humorous way about him, Will. That, that doesn't surprise me at all, having spoken to him. Well, well next time you talk to him, you'll be able to um, you'll be able to bring that up. I will. I'll ask him, what, that, what the hell is that about? Yeah, I've given you the scoop, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it's meant to be the other way. Thank you so much for your time. Anyone but you releases on Boxing Day here in Australia, which is you know as you know our biggest day for movies and a tradition of many to go to the cinemas after Christmas. What Boxing Day tradition do you have? Well, usually it's a big family something, and this Christmas is about twenty five family of us all eating, drinking, and being merry. Nice, perfect. What more could you ask for to bring in the new year? See you later, mate. Thanks for the chat. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Take care. Good on you. I could never be with someone like him. This girl's a disaster. Look at him on our wedding. Sorry. Wow, how fun was it to have this local legend stop by for a chat? You can just imagine him standing in the background of a scene saying the most obscene (laughs) things and just letting that Australian sense of humour fly. I can totally see it. Oh, and in the film, he's given permission to do just that. It was so great talking to him. It was so warm. Such a such a larrikin, mm. uh, so well versed and experienced in in the industry. So what an absolute treat! We hope you enjoyed this special interview episode of Popcorn Podcast, and we also took to the red carpet at the Sydney premiere of Anyone But You, and you can see all that action over on our YouTube channel. Plenty of action to take in. Well, Anyone But You is in Australian cinemas from December twenty six or Boxing Day, as we call it down here. That is correct. As always, friends, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. 
While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.